Welcome to Nausea Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and we finally made it to the end of Cube. For now, anyway, while I was searching, I found out that Japan is making an adaptation of the Cube. And while it will probably be full of odd CGI, it's supposed to come out this year. When I get a chance to watch it, I'm definitely going to watch it. I want to see what weirdness they put into it, because every Japanese horror I've seen is pretty strange at the very least. But that's not what this review is about. That was a side tangent that I brought up now, so I wouldn't forget to bring it up later. Once I can get a dubbed version of that one, we're probably going to do it on the show. But until then, we're going to talk about Cube Zero, which the cover art tagline thing acts like this is the first one or a prequel. Zero would make you think it's a prequel, but A, they bring up the possibility of other cubes in this universe. Also, the world around the cube because we actually get to see a little bit of the world in this one, as opposed to pretty much only in the cube. It's a logical difference. But the world is so much more technologically advanced than the first cube, and the human part of the second cube seemed pretty normal, other than the actual hypercube. In this one, we have biochipped soldiers, and the cube is bullshit, which doesn't have anything to do with the fact that this is a prequel. It's just, I don't like it. So the cube looks retro. It has round doors instead of square doors, but the mechanism for opening it is more advanced than the first cube movie. It The cube, the actual cube looks cool. Well, cool isn't the word for it, but it looks, it looks good for the type of movie this is. The other positive, really, is the practical effects. This has this does a weird thing where a lot of the traps are CG, which I guess makes sense, but a lot of the death is practical. And you know how I was complaining in Cube 2 that basically nothing happened until the middle of the movie? This one went back to the regular where you have an opening kill and then... Uh, kills that keep your attention throughout the rest of the movie because the talky parts of this movie are horrific you know how i was complaining about character development in the first one well the second one and i brought up the first one that there was actually characters that developed well in this one there's even less character development because they knock you out like always but they wipe your memory as well in this one and you and there's only one person that can remember even just a fragment of their life beforehand. They don't even remember their names. It's fucking dumb. And it gets even dumber because they do this thing where they can read your dreams and watch them as a movie, which is way far more technologically advanced than the last two movies. And I don't know if you knew this, but when you're knocked out under the influence of drugs, you typically don't go into REM sleep. When you So there would be no dreams to read. If you're going to make your movie have a gimmick... Can you at least figure some shit out? I'm pretty sure I would not watch this movie again if I wouldn't have to. My second time around was a tiny bit more enjoyable than the first. But when I say tiny bit, I mean it. I'm going to get a little nitpicky in this review. Pisses me off. Because I like the concept of the cube being you built the cube now put people in it to see if they can solve the cube. Because both of the other two movies you could solve the cube. First one, they figured it out. Kazan got out. See, I can remember his name, even though I couldn't last week. In the second one, literally all you had to do was wait in any of the rooms that weren't trapped, and if the disturbance came, get out of the way, and then just wait for everything to fold in on itself and then jump through the final door. Once again, all you had to do was wait. The operators running the cube 
which we get to see, can shift things in the cube. They can affect the victims of the cube in certain ways. And it it takes away from, like, the point of the cube. I get that there's not much of a movie you could make from people stuck in a cube with traps. But the second one made it a hypercube. That was their big gimmicky thing. This one should have been showing the operations of the cube, like the watchers of the cube. And it could be like uh, a good thing to go off of would be like Cabin in the Woods, where you have the technicians and they're being... Okay, so spoilers for Cabin in the Woods. The technicians are betting on whether the kids are going to die. And some of them have remorse, but most of them don't. This movie should have done that. I understand that Cabin in the Woods affected the kids a little bit but in this one you don't have to do that they're stuck in a box and apparently they've consented to it but whether that's true or not we don't actually know so don't watch it some of the practical effects are pretty good fun not good keep saying good instead of fun they're pretty fun to watch uh that is the only reason to watch this because the main characters are so fucking annoying that you don't care i don't know any of the actors names but we got dodd who's the just do what you're told so we don't get punished type of technician. We got Wayne, or however you want to say his name. And he's the new guy that's questioning things. And then you have the non-technicians. You have Reigns, who is looking for her daughter. But she is so fucking annoying that you just don't care at all. I will get into more of that later. She's just so... I'll say this and then we'll go into the overview. Opportunities for help pop up. And the first thing she decides to do is threaten slash want to kill the only person that could ever possibly help. Just to find her kid. And it's like, why don't you calm it down, realize that you need help, and shut the fuck up. And it wastes a bunch of time and it causes problems later. If she would have shushed her face and gone along with it, it would have been fine. At the point of the time in the story, it would. we don't need to see... The, oh, you work for the company, I'm not going to trust you bullshit that we've seen in all of them. And yes, there is rumors in this one too. Cause, and boots. Lots and lots of fucking boots, you guys. It's like there was only one thing in the first movie and that was goddamn boots and they put them in there. And I hate the ending so very much. So let's get into the overview. We see a door open. One of the cube doors that's round now. And it's a distorted view and it's just one guy because he's our opening kill guy. And he gets sprayed with water. And we don't know how long he's been in here because... This movie's stupid when it comes to how long you've been stuck in the cube. And he gets sprayed with water. And then he says water, and he's like Russian or something. But he keeps rambling water, water, while he's sucking the water off of his... And it's like, shut up. Nobody would do that. Who would just say water, water, water? No one. They would taste it and be like, water, and then just try to lick it off of yourself. And you don't have to be annoying. There didn't need to be any more words past the first water. And it would have been a better scene. The good part about the scene is his skin starts peeling off and then he starts to liquefy a little bit and he does this thing that i hate in all movies that do it he starts scratching his skin but you can tell that his skin's coming off and then he just keeps scratching it until he's down to the bone and then his arm skin just falls off and liquefies and then his face is all fucked up and then this is the worst one it's like in poltergeist where the guy touches the hole in his face and then just rips off his entire face who the fuck would rip off your entire face i know it's to just show the practical effect but you could have literally had him do the arm thing, all the skin off of his arm fall off, and then just have his face fall off, and then he turns into a puddle of goop, which is awesome, by the way, and he's just a skeleton left. It's a nitpick on all movies, because all movies that have that make you touch your face when you know that you would never... You're like, my skin's falling off, I'm just gonna go die. Not, I'm gonna just pull off all my skin, 
because it apparently doesn't hurt even though it hurts not taking that away from this movie because all of the movies do it it was just annoying the actual practical effect fun their skeleton models are off though and it's kind of weird but then we cut to the operators Ooh, the operators we got the new guy wayne and the old employee dodd and there's two other employees that aren't there and that's owen and chickless we'll talk more about them later and wayne is trying to look through the files of things and dodd's like it's not recommended to look into the files wayne's like it's not against the rules and dodd's like it's not recommended finally Wayne takes the hint. But Wayne's super duper smart because he can play long distance chess with Dodd where he doesn't even have to be sitting anywhere near close and just call out the numbers. That kind of smart. It shows later that he can visualize steps in his head like chess steps if he's so he's super duper smart. They get food pills. So that's another technological advance. It's like a whole it's like a Willy Wonka five course meal in a chewing gum situation. So yeah this is definitely a prequel. And they also have to say grace before they eat their food pills, which is fucking stupid. Because if you don't believe in religion, then you shouldn't have to say grace. And the only reason I bring that up is because the movie literally stops everything. We get kind of an eye roll from Wayne and then they say grace. And they also get orders. And their orders are stupid. It's to check the main lady, which is uh, Rain's dream. And what we see in this dream is she's on gurneys. Her, her daughter Anna's there. And then it it's a dream so it like does weird shit and it gets to where she was captured and she gets uh darted and she takes the mask off the guy that darts her and it's an army guy with a tattoo on his forehead and his eyes are glowing green so they can control soldiers so that's sequel material not prequel material so this whole movie she's looking for a fucking daughter which would be fine if i gave a shit about the characters in this movie but i don't and who gives a shit and the thing this robo arm comes out of the ground while she's passed out and it scans her forehead and i fucking hate it i hate that they can affect the fucking cube from the control room it should just be an observatory and let the experiment play out this we can manipulate the playing field bullshit ruins the charm of the movie for me. Because it's like, it doesn't matter how good you are. If they want you dead, they can just kill you. So who gives a shit? It's like you ruined your own movie with your dumb new shit. And there's cameras now in the cube. And it's like digitally mapped out on the computers in the observation room or the control center. And the other thing I forgot to mention is... The jumpsuits that the people in the cube are wearing is the same kind of jumpsuit that the two operators are wearing. But the operators can't remember the last time they were outside either because it got sparked from her dream. One of her dreams was outside when she got needled. Reigns finally wakes up. She finds Haskell, who's a military guy with a tattoo on his forehead. We got Jell. Her shirt says Jell, but everywhere else says Jellico. So we're going to go with Jell. Then we got Maryhold and... Bar talk. And then we get more and more boots. Bootsy boots boots boots. But the room's still trapped and Bartok gets... It shoots a bunch of cables around the room that like magnet to the other side. And then it just like rips him into a bunch of pieces. Not the cube thing like in the first one. But he's like... His arms in four pieces. His head's cut off. His torso's in three pieces. His legs are chopped up. And he's like... Bleh! And it's a terrible uh, puppet face that he's got going on there. But it was fun to watch... The puppet get ripped in half and fall down. Back to the operators. Wayne recognizes Reigns, which is going to get hard to say because they're the two main characters. Um, Not recognize her. I know her from somewhere. It's like, I think I know her from somewhere. And, and then Wayne barters questions with Dodd with chess because 
Dodd likes to play chess, but he's not as good at it as Super Genius Wayne. This is where it shows that he can move several, or he can see several moves in the the future. He's that smart. And he asks about a third auxiliary exit, and Dodd's like, no, that's not real, I swear. Definitely not real, 100%. Then we go back to the cube. There's letters instead of numbers. Once again, retro look. I'm okay with that. So they start making a map with the possessions that they have on them. Whatever. Back to operations. Wayne is rooting for Reigns to win. But when it goes to zero position, the whole system sterilizes itself, you know, because they're too lazy to go clean up. So they have to cleanse it with magic, CGI, super magic. Back to the cube. They figure out there's probably 26 rooms. We learn later that it's 25 and the two Z rooms are like the exit doors, exit rooms. Yeah, it still moves, but it doesn't vibrate or anything because it's smoother than the first one, even though this is in a prequel or this is a prequel, but everything moves way smoother than the first movie i think i'm done bitching that this is supposed to be a prequel right now it just pisses me off just make it a third one it would have fit better as a third one hypercube didn't work out it wasn't stable so they had to go back to this shit easy peasy lemon squeezy done dealio i'm probably done bitching about it being a prequel until like the very end let's hope so so they throw a boot into another room it freezes with liquid nitrogen breaks and then we go back to the operator wayne can't find rain's consent form because everybody that goes in there has a consent form because they're like death row inmates that or execution executionees and they decided to do this instead of get executed probably maybe this is a this is the conspiracy that the other movies keep bringing up so who knows what's actually true other than what we actually see then they figure out that she's a protester that's why he recognized her wayne wants to stop this because of the consent form thing dodd dodd wants to stay in line and upstairs finally calls someone reached an exit so they have to do their exit protocols and it's owen their co-worker and this shows us the white light but it doesn't show us when he gets wrapped up in chains and they have to ask him questions and one of those questions is what's your name but in this movie they drug you to where you don't even remember your fucking name if you didn't look down onto your shirt and just you assume that the name on there is your name you can at least in the previous ones they actually knew the fucking names it's really dumb that they mind wiped them and then ask them what their fucking name is if you take that away from them why would that be a question next question is worse do you believe in god now i'm not saying that i would make it through the cube because i wouldn't but if i did make it through the cube if you answer no to i believe in god you get burned to a skeleton the technicians have a big yes and no button switch and if you say no they hit the no button and it burns you to death i don't believe in god so i'd be burned to death would i say i believe in god to see what happens if i wasn't in distress i would but since i would be in distress in that situation i'd probably burn wayne asks wayne and i both hate that that's how you get out saying yes to god it's fucking stupid i hate why is religion in here the conspiracy was good enough did you need religion and it only comes up these two times so it's fucking stupid so me and wayne both hate that aspect of this movie he asks what happens when you say yes it doesn't nobody's ever said yes but then wayne takes the elevator down into the cube then the higher-ups come down and the main one the only one i'm really going to be talking about because the only one that fucking does anything is jacks he's quote unquote eccentric i lied about the prequel thing and the best way i can describe him is other than like he's got a gimp with a cane and he's got like a fake eye it's really stupid looking and it's shiny and it sticks out of the side of his head instead of a real fake eye that just pops in fucking dumb the other thing is is he's trying to be a bad version of the nazi guy from inglorious bastards the one that you know the main guy that gets the swastika tattoo or carved into his head at the very very end of the movie he's like 
trying to be an ex- a, a bad version of him, it seems like. And then since Wayne isn't chipped, they have to look for him the old-fashioned way. This is the old-fashioned way. I hate this movie. So they scan the cube. Dodd gets to do some needle tests, which then we go to the cube and and gel gets separated from the group and she gets needled by some toxin fucking hate it and then they find her and she's melting because what she got stuck with is necrotic and she infects maryhold and then she gets brained and haskell does probably the right thing and uh and throws him into the sound room and now the sound room is when they looked into the room it was a bunch of jumpsuits with blood all over them and then what it does is is it locks off a bunch of speakers come out or every door has a speaker come out that's cgi and stupid looking but it's so much sound that it makes you pop it's not a fun pop like way back in turbo kid but it's a pop nonetheless it's a practical pop so it's it's pretty fun then wayne finds them then we go back to the operators. Dodd finds them. They manually rearrange the room so they're surrounded by traps. Fucking hate it. Lots of boots get killed in this situation. Upstairs calls down and says finish it so they're going to kill him with electrical death. But Dobbs severs the connection because he's feeling a little bit bad about this whole situation. Then Dodd fucks up some more shit. All the doors open up because the power's out for 10 minutes but it's going to restart. Once it restarts, clean sweep. Everybody dies. Jax kills Dodd. They patch in the Haskell. Murder machine activate. They fend off Haskell for a, a bit. They get into another room, find Chickless's dead body. And the auxiliary exit, which I think Chickless knew where it was and he just got trapped. Haskell's back, but gets stabbed. And then he gets toasted, but then they jump in the water. And then Wayne gets caught and Reigns gets to find her daughter and leave. Everybody that was involved is a participant. Even Wayne and Dodd and all the other ones. They all signed consent forms and blah dee blah 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 blah. Now he's gonna go back into the cube as a contestant. Contestant. Uh, but they lobotomize him and he's the new Kazan and I fucking hate it. He does the hand thing and he likes the blue rooms and not the red rooms and holy shit i hate it because he's like a genius now and if you lobotomize him it's not going to turn him into an autistic super genius i i don't i hate it I, I i hate it so much i don't care okay so don't watch this one uh it's it's just bad after watching this one it makes me really want to see the japanese one because i might not be able to understand the language but at least at least it's probably going to be a little bit more entertaining is there any way to fix this movie uh i already i already said what i would change in the beginning make it an observation instead of an actual we're gonna fuck with these people and it'd probably be a little bit better obvs you'd have to change the entire script but hey not my fault next week we're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little bit we're gonna watch black sheep now not the chris barley one i do believe it's a new zealand horror comedy i know it's a horror comedy i think it's from new zealand and it's about where sheep is the best way to describe it and there's some shit in here that's pretty funny if i do say so myself so we're gonna watch that one for next time this should be good I know that I like this one, so it's all good. I'll get into more of it later. Hope you all have a good week. This has been Brian from Naja Reviews, and bye.